Welcome to LaGrave CRC's Sermon Podcast. This is a special Koinonia service celebrating our church's work in the Cuban churches. Reverend Peter Yonker will preach a sermon titled, We Are the Church, Together. The God who called us to this place is the Lord of every nation, tribe, and language. And he greets us saying, grace, mercy, and peace to you in the name of the Father, through the power of the Son, and through the great work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, welcome everyone to our special evening service here at LaGrave Avenue Christian Reformed Church. Tonight is a special service. Welcome to all our guests uh, who've come to see us here today. At this service, uh, we will celebrate LaGrave's and some other churches like Hillside and the Christian Reformed Church's long relationship with the Christian Reformed Church's of Cuba. We have special guests with us, the Diaz family and Jordanis. Uh, they are here and later in the service, Jordanis will give greetings. After the service, we have a special catered Cuban meal in the MPR, the multi-purpose room, which is down the hall and to the right. And all of you are invited. There's enough food for everyone. We hope that you will all come. Tonight, we will hear stories of Cuba. We will uh, sing in Spanish and we will sing in English and we will remember God's great faithfulness across two nations. In a minute, I will tell a little bit of the story of LaGrave in Cuba, but first we will hear as Cash reads from the book of Revelation. Era tan grande que nadie podía contarla. Estaban de pie delante del trono y del cordero, vestidos de túnicas blancas con ramas de palma de la mano. Diez gritaban a gran voz, La salvación viene de nuestro Dios que está sentado en el trono y del cordero. Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 10. before me a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, and language standing before the throne of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and they were holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. The story of LaGrave and Cuba. To tell this story, I, I, I need to get a prop. On a second, I'm sorry. There was a lot of running around before this service, so I'm not as organized as I'd like. The story of of LaGrave in Cuba, and ultimately the Christian Reformed Church in Cuba, began uh, with Reverend Jake Eppinga digging around in his garbage can. It was a spring day in 1957, and it was very early in the morning. Uh, Reverend Eppinger had gone to, er, uh, to, gone to work extra early, and he was digging in his garbage can to find a letter, a letter that he had thrown away the previous day. This letter was from someone named Vicente Izquierdo. Vicente Izquierdo. And Vicente Izquierdo was an evangelist, a preacher, a church planner in Cuba who had happened to have married a nice Christian reform girl named Bessie from New Jersey. And they'd settled down in Cuba and they had a dream of starting a church 
a Christian Reformed church, a Spanish-speaking church in Cuba. And so they had written a letter to Reverend Eppinga asking for help um, of all kinds, including money. Now, to understand why Reverend Eppinga threw that letter in the garbage, you have to understand that when you are a minister, you get many, many, many letters from people who are asking for help and money. Um, Ten a week, probably. And you cannot possibly say yes to all these letters. You cannot possibly help all these people. So what you usually do is you skim those letters and you throw them in the garbage, which is what Reverend Eppinga did with Vicente's letter. But that night, the Holy Spirit would not let Reverend Eppinga sleep. And he tossed and he turned and he kept thinking about this letter. And he thought, I have got to go back and read that letter because I cannot sleep. And he had to get up extra early. So not only did he not sleep, he got up extra early because he was worried that the custodian would take that letter and throw it in the incinerator before he got there. So he got there in time and he got the letter and the Holy Spirit started something between the grave and the churches of Cuba. And that tells you something about the Holy Spirit, just as an aside. Sometimes the Holy Spirit gives you peace and calm, and sometimes the Holy Spirit gives you insomnia. And this holy insomnia led to a long relationship um, that started in 1957. He flew down there with two other grave members, and they began to support these Cuban churches. And at first, it did not seem like this would go anywhere. It was 1957. If you know your history, 1959, what happened? The Cuban Revolution. The communists took over, Castro took over, and all the foreign nationals were kicked out. The church was now an enemy. And for 35 years, Legrave had no, essentially no contact with the Cuban churches, and we assumed that those churches would wither. 35 years later, the Holy Spirit did something else. We came back and we talked to them and we found out, no, not only had they not withered, they had grown. And so today, it's not just us. The Christian Reformed Church is involved. Hillside Church has been very, very involved. I think there's probably some Hillside members. There are other people who have been involved with the Cuban churches. And so today, there are almost 20 separate worshiping bodies in Cuba and almost 2,000 Christian believers, men and women, who glorify God. And that reminds me at least a little bit of Revelation 7 and that idea that um, God does not delight when we're all the same. God delights in our differences and when the songs that come before him come from many nations, tribes, and languages. Let's hear one of those songs from the choir now.
In a moment, uh, Cash will read Galatians 3.28. And we're going to do that a little differently. And this, children, you can help us out with this. We're going to read it three times. First, Cash will read it in Spanish. And then I will read it once in English while Erin does the American Sign Language of it. She'll show us how to do American Sign Language for Galatians 3.28. And then anyone who's feeling adventurous, and you kids, you can try to follow along, and I'm going to try to follow along too during our third time through. So first, Cash will read in Spanish. Ya no hay judío ni griego, esclavo ni libre, hombre ni mujer, sino que todos ustedes son uno solo en Cristo Jesús. Galatians 3.28. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus.
Thanks be to God. Thanks, Cash. I have been to Cuba, um, and so have many of the staff members of the grave. I went in 2015, and I remember when I went, it was early March, um, and I remember the, the contrast between the two places. I worshiped here, of course, before I went to Cuba. And I remember the Sunday and the Sundays before I went, I worship in this beautiful place with the stained glass windows in, in air-conditioned comfort, and it was always just right, with people who were well-dressed and well-fed, and we sang beautiful songs. And I actually remember that in the season before I went, we were singing a refrain um, that I liked very much, and it, it goes like this, and I'm going to try this. In the Lord I'll be ever thankful, in the Lord I will rejoice. Look to God, do not be afraid. Lift up your voices, the Lord is near. Lift up your voices, the Lord is near. So you know that one, right? So we were singing that all through a season before, and Larry was playing it on the organ, and it was lovely. I thought it was great. A couple days after we worshiped like that, I was in Cuba, and the contrast was immediate. First of all, it was really warm, and it had been cold here. And then as we drove away from the airport through the streets of the city, um, what I really noticed was the poverty. The cars here are all nice and are heated and air-conditioned. In Cuba, there are very few cars that are air-conditioned, and they're all just being held together. In America, if you're a kid, if you go to school, your school is really nice. It probably has a big glass entryway and auditoriums and all kinds of amenities. In Cuba, the, the schools are cinder block and they are square. And the same for the churches. You know, there are no churches that I went to that looked like this. All the churches that I went to were very simple, very Spartan. The second day I was there, uh, we were taken to a, a, a beginning church, a church plant that was in a town just outside of Havana. And we drove, we packed into the van, and we drove, it was about, I think it was about an hour outside of Havana, and we went into this moderate-sized town, and we were taking through the streets of the city, very narrow streets, people everywhere. We went into this back alley, and we stopped at this very simple house, and the church was in this house church. And we got out, and we went into this room, and it was just a, like a small cinder block room, and there may be 15 chairs set up. And there were three young guys in their 20s who were leading the service. And one was at an old keyboard, the other had a guitar, and the other had a, a lectern. And the service started, he read a Bible passage, and then they started to sing. And the song they sang was, In the Lord I'll be ever thankful, In the Lord I will rejoice, Look to God, do not be afraid, Lift up your voices, the Lord is near. Lift up your voices, the Lord is near. In that moment, in that very different place, I realized that we were all the same. The truth of Galatians 3.28 hit me in a new way. There are no male or female, slave or free, Jew or Greek, Cuban or American, for we are all one in Christ Jesus, our Lord. All of us, whether we're Cuban or Americans, are looking to him, bringing him our sins, bringing him our hopes, standing at the foot of his cross, looking for salvation. There may be differences between us, but we are all one in Christ Jesus, our Lord. 
Let's sing about that with the help of the choir number 260 in Lift Up Your Hearts. If you're a visitor, we have two red hymnals. Make sure you get the Lift Up Your Hearts hymnal. last verses I'll read are these verses from Revelation 21. And, and what I want you to notice as I read it, it has this image of all the nations, again, there in the New Jerusalem, streaming into the city and bringing the best parts of themselves into the city. The kings bring the best gifts of their culture into the city. Okay? John says, I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and this Lamb are the temple. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. The nations walk by its light, and the kings of the earth will bring their splendor into it. 
They will bring their goods. On no day will its gates ever be shut, for there will be no night there. The glory and the honor of the nations will be brought into it. Nothing impure will ever enter into it, nor will anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful, but only those whose names are written on the Lamb's book of life. I want to talk a little bit directly to you children here, okay? And I got to get a prop here too, hold on. Okay, I've got it. You can't see what it is yet though, although maybe you did. When I went to Cuba and I was, um, I met a lot of the children there when I was there. And what I noticed was that in some ways the children were very much the same as you, right? They were excitable, they had played, they liked games. American children and Cuban children in some ways were almost completely the same. But there were ways in which the children were very different too. Let me tell you a few. Or their lives were different. So for example, do you children like hamburgers? Do you like hamburgers? Yes, I'm getting some, yeah, like some fist pumps. If you lived in Cuba, you don't like hamburgers. And you know why? They don't have hamburgers in Cuba. When I went there, there was no beef in Cuba. So if you grew up in Cuba, you would never have a hamburger. That's very, very different, okay? What about ice cream? Do you like ice cream? Yeah, I love ice cream. Now, they have ice cream in Cuba, but it is so expensive. I met a, a number of children, a nine-year-old girl, lived her whole life, she'd never had ice cream because her parents could not afford to buy her some ice cream. It was very different. Or how about one of these? It's a baseball. Maybe some of you like to play baseball, right? In America, baseballs are easy to find. My children are long out of the house. This was kicking around my house. I could find it in two minutes. I probably have five more somewhere. Okay? Baseballs, like to play baseball, they're easy to find. Baseball is very popular in Cuba. People in Cuba love baseball, but you know what? Baseballs are hard to get. When I went to Cuba, one of my fellow travelers took a box of nine new baseballs. And when the children saw those baseballs, they were so excited, it was like Christmas morning. They were so happy to see those baseballs because it's so hard to find those things. And one more way in which it's very different. When you are a Christian in Cuba, people watch you, and the government is suspicious of you. So one day, I, when I was in Cuba, I was there with the other people I went with and some Cubans, and we were in a park, and we were just eating our lunch, and someone said, see that man over there? He is watching us. And there was a man, and yeah, sure enough, he was sort of looking at us just making sure that we didn't do anything that they didn't want us to do. And that happens in Cuba. In fact, Pastor Diaz, who you will meet in a minute, he has been arrested because of his work, and he has been put in jail because of his work. I don't worry about that. You don't worry about that. But he had to worry about that. So we're very different. But here's the thing that the Holy Spirit does. Sometimes when we are different, we can learn from the things that make us different. So we have a lot, right? We have money and resources. We have things, and they don't have very much. So we can share with them and help them with our money. We can sh they are poor, so we can help them because we have things we can give to them. But you know what they have for us? They know what it is like to follow Jesus when it is really, really hard. It takes a lot of faith and a lot of courage 
to follow Jesus when people are against you and it's really, really hard. And they can teach us about that. You see, we are different, but the Holy Spirit uses the things that make us different to make us stronger together. Let's hear the choir sing one more time.
In a moment, Pastor Jordanis will give his greetings um, from the Cuban church, and we will learn a little bit about what's going on in his life. There will be more later if you come to lunch or dinner after dinner, he will say more. But before he does that, I think it would be great if we could say the Apostles' Creed together. Here's something that unites us across the nations right now and something that's united the church across time. So please, let's rise together and say responsibly the Apostles' Creed, Jordanis, will lead us in Spanish, and then we will respond in English, and afterwards we'll say, sing Santo, 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 and even though it doesn't say so, please remain standing for that. Creo en Dios, Padre Todopoderoso, Creador del Cielo y de la Tierra. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Creo en Jesucristo, su único Hijo, nuestro Señor, que fue concebido del Espíritu Santo y nació de la Virgen María, padeció bajo el poder de Poncio Pilato, fue crucificado, muerto y sepultado, y descendió a los infiernos, y al tercer día resucitó de entre los muertos, subió al cielo y está sentado a la diestra de Dios Padre Todopoderoso, desde allí vendrá a juzgar a los vivos y a los muertos». Espíritu Santo, la Santa Iglesia Católica, la comunión de los santos, el perdón de los pecados, la resurrección de la carne y la vida perdurable. Amén.
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gracias, gracias, gracias. Realmente estoy bien emocionado. I'm really excited. Eh, por varias razones. For many reasons. Número uno, por el servicio que hemos brindado a Dios, por la adoración al Señor, pero también por pensar en Cuba. Number one, for the service and the worship that we have given to God. And number two, for the thoughts to Cuba. La iglesia de la Grey es una iglesia inseparable de nuestra historia como iglesia cubana. La Grey Church is an inseparable uh, from the story of the uh, Christian Reformed Church in Cuba. Así que gracias. Thank you. Gracias por todo lo que han hecho y por todo lo que están haciendo por Cuba. Thank you for all you guys have done and everything you guys are doing for Cuba. Segundo lugar, doy gracias al Señor por estar en este lugar en esta tarde. In second place, I keep giving thanks to God for being here in this evening. Y poder estar con mi, mi esposa y mis tres hijos. I'm thankful, thankful to be with my wife and my three kids. Es un milagro de Dios que estemos en este país. It's a miracle of God that we're here today. Y tengo que darle gracias a la Grey porque I, fue parte de ese milagro. And I have to give thanks to la Grey because you guys are part of that miracle. Gracias. Thank you. Gracias también a el Comité para Cuba, especialmente a su presidente. Thanks for the, uh, to the committee that supports Cuba, especially his president. Bruce Mueller. Bruce. Su esposa y todos los que integran el comité. His wife and all the people that integrate the committee. Por toda la hospitalidad y todo lo que han preparado para nosotros. Thanks for all um, their hospitality and everything they have prepared for us. Realmente, hermanos, continúen orando por Cuba. Uh, please, uh, keep praying for Cuba. Continúen amando a Cuba. <laughs> Uh, please continue loving Cuba. La iglesia en Cuba continúa hacia adelante. The church in Cuba keeps moving on. Desde nuestra salida ya hay un nuevo presidente. Uh, from when we left, there is already a new president. Que es el pastor Jesús Rivero. There is uh, Jesús Riveros, the pastor. El cual también agradece esta oportunidad de lo que está sucediendo este día. Aquí en la grave. And he also thanks this opportunity and what is going on today at La Grave. Nuevamente, gracias por todo el apoyo también a nuestra familia. Again, thank you for all the support to our family. Dios les continúe bendiciendo. God keep blessing you. Thank you. And again, we'll hear a little bit more from Jordanis and his family uh, after the meal. Now let's join me in a prayer uh, for Christ's church and for the Church of Cuba. Please pray with me. Father God, we thank you for your church, a great body of believers that stretches all over the world, from Grand Rapids to Havana, to Europe and Africa and Asia. Thank you for all your churches, the large ones and the small ones, the ones with stained glass windows and the ones with cinder blocks. Lord, your Holy Spirit is in all of them. Today, we are thankful for the church in Cuba and for the faithful men and women that you've called to serve there. Lord Jesus, you know that it is not an easy call. They have many obstacles. Their resources are small, and the resistance that they face is great. So please fill their hearts 
with the comfort and power of your spirit. Comfort to give them peace and power to keep them going. I pray that many in that country will hear the voice of your gospel through them and change. I praise and thank you for Yordanis and his family. Father, thank you for the work that he has done for the Cuban church. And thank you that you've given him and his family a new start here. Help them to adjust. This is a big change and they are tired and they do not know what's next. Be with Yordanis and Avexi, Amitai, Abimael, and Abihud. Give them guidance and strength. And Father, I pray for your church all over the world. Wherever you have called people, please equip them and make them strong. May our, your churches be communities where we love each other, communities where we love our neighbors, communities that shine your light and your glory, and communities that love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You will be doubly blessed tonight, first, 
by Jordanus in Spanish and then by me in English. Que la gracia de Dios Padre, Creador y Sustentador, que el amor de Jesucristo, nuestro Señor y Salvador, y que la presencia del Espíritu Santo esté con cada uno de nosotros, su pueblo, su iglesia, donde quiera que estemos, desde ahora y para siempre. Amén. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be and abide with you both now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for watching Lugrave CRC's Sermon Podcast.